This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 157 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, the Lone Rangers and the Emerald Necklace. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. This show is sponsored by Equestrian Collections, Kentucky Performance Products, and Uncle Jimmy's Brand Products. Welcome to the Stable School, where weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, Live from the stable, it's every week. We bring you the news through hail, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for stable school. Stable school. Stable school. Stable school. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to a lot of things. <laughs> but one of those is the Stable Scoop Radio Show right here on the Horse Radio Network. First thing <laughs> I have to do, Helena, is say happy birthday. Happy, no, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's three years we've been doing this. Three years we've been doing this. Yes. Amazing. Yay. You know, they barely. Well, they say if a business, you know, you used to be in the business world. They still are. They say if a business lasts three years, you're going to last forever. So we're here. We did it. We're, we're a couple days over three years. We are. We're, we're big boys and girls now. Well, I have to thank everybody. I have to thank our sponsors for being here all this time with us, not just for the Stable Scoop show, but for all the shows. But Stable Scoop was first. And I have to thank all the hosts, and I especially have to thank Helena because she's put up with me for the longest. So um, that's three years. <laughs> no, Je- I, no, Jennifer's got me beat there, but you know I do come in a close second. <laughs> you do, uh, and you know all of the our affiliates and and especially our listeners. We have we have listeners that we call them the Legacy Club that have listened to every episode of every show we do. Uh, we know of two of them at this point. If you're another one of those, please let us know. But we know of two members of the Legacy Club that have actually listened to every episode of every show that we do. So uh, I haven't even done that. <laughs> um, that's over <laughs> I don't even come episodes. close to that. <laughs> that's over 1,500 episodes now on all the different shows. Uh, so, you know, but this show we started, and do you know that the first real show we did, we did a little introductory show, but then do you remember the title of the first real show that we did? The first real show. Yep. And it was in August of 2008. Was it the poop eating worms? Yes, it was. It was poop eating worms and other Olympic news. It was the title. That was the best title. (laughs) That was a really good title. And I really think it set the stage for what the Horse Radio Network was going to be like. Oh, totally. I mean, we really should be calling this stable poop instead of stable scoop. I I am obsessed with poop jokes and poop and poop. I don't know why. Poop is funny. It never gets old. That's right. And you really, know, a that's lot of people made a lot about. of money with stinky uh, humor. Yes, that's right, with stinky humor. But yeah, so it's been three years, and uh, I it's hard to believe because it it does in many ways just seem like yesterday that you and I started doing this. So, um, but so thank you, by the way, because you're the one you were you were one you were one of two founding members. 
Yeah. You and I. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. Seriously, that, that puts, gives new meaning to the phrase partners in crime because what we do is a crime. <laughs> we, are, we are assaulting thousands of people weekly. <laughs> and they just keep coming back for more. So I guess that makes them, I don't know, some kind of masochists or something. <laughs> Well, we, we, we tried to get a big, big, big guest for today, uh, for this anniversary, but they wouldn't respond. So, so to them, we, got, we, we instead got other big guests. Yes. Um, so we have some fun planned for you today. But first, everybody wants to know, everybody that's a regular listener to the show knows that you had your knee surgery last week, and we all want to know how you're doing. Um, okay, well, right now I'm sitting in my home studio with my leg up on a chair because I still have to keep it elevated. I am two weeks post-op. I am feeling better mentally. I have no pain in my knee, but it, it does look a little bit like a tree trunk. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite large. And well, you post the gets, pictures on uh, Facebook on the Stable Scoop page if you want to see them. If you yeah, want to see pictures kind of, of, uh, of your fat leg. Ugh, I know. With all the holes. Well, you know, I, looks like somebody I put shot you with a shotgun. I, it felt like that, too. It's, um, it's better. It's, it's healing. I have to be very, very careful not to screw up what the surgeon spent a lot of time fixing. Um, so I have a brand new ACL, an anterior cruciate ligament, and it was formerly part of my hamstring tendon. So they took my own hamstring, folded it over a couple of times, and turned it into an ACL. And uh, they did a couple of other cleanup things in there, sewed me up, put me in this brace that's like almost bigger than me, and said, Okay, now don't walk. <laughs> don't now, walk did, for nine months. Did, did they find anything they weren't expecting? No. Okay, that's good. Nope. Everything was exactly how they expected. The surgery went very well. Um, I stayed overnight one night in the hospital. A lot of people do this on an outpatient basis, but um, I, I have to say, the surgeon that I selected is affiliated with Brown University in Providence. He is fantastic. The, um, they're called University Orthopedics, and the practice is fantastic. I mean, you know how hard I, it is to please me. I, I've been to hospitals in Boston, New York, uh, well, Boston and New York, and I really I think those are probably the top two places for healthcare right now. And um, my experience with this surgery has been fabulous. And uh, did they give you some good drugs? Were you happy, happy for a couple of days? I was so happy. <laughs> I have to tell you, this is so funny. The, the, one of the doctors who came to check on my, my bandages after um, the morning after the surgery said, you had us cracking up in the OR. <laughs> he goes, you were blabbing away about fox hounds and drag hounds. And <laughs> you were talking Even in about your drunken stupor. You were talking about horses. Oh, my God. He's like, you gave us an education on fox hunting. We were dying in there. <laughs> He's like, we didn't want you to fall asleep. He's like, one minute you're blabbing about hounds, and the next minute you were out. <laughs> so it was, uh, they give you a little something that makes you a happy camper, and I guess, <laughs> of course, I take that, and I have to educate people. I got to turn everybody into a field hunter. So, well, uh, we yes. missed you. We, we went to the Ada show, which is the uh, trade show for retailers and wholesalers in the horse world. And you've been there every time with us for the last couple of years. And, and you weren't there. We went last weekend and we, we missed you there. I know Jennifer missed you and Jamie missed you because they didn't have their shopping buddy along. I know. I was really, I pretended that it didn't happen because I would have been too <laughs> I just pretended that you guys weren't around for the weekend, that maybe you were in Nashville or something. And I, I didn't. 
I didn't do any updates. I didn't go to the Ada website. I didn't didn't well, talk they did to anybody. Manage no. to shop without you. So. Oh, geez, that's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> they did manage I to know. spend money. Jennifer was the one. She was out getting fitted for chaps and for helmets, and it was like, geez, really? Usually, Jamie's the one spending all the money. It was Jennifer out there spending money this weekend? She was just well, shopping full. She's a bona fide fox hunter once again. That's right. Yeah, she's uh, she took Beaker out and went to one fox hunt. And Beaker's our little quarter horse who's never fox hunted in his life, who's only ever done trail riding. But the, the owners previous had done tons of serious trail riding, you know, weekends, weeks in the backcountry. So he knows the woods and he knows, you know, he knows how to get around. But he's also a dead quiet, dead quiet quarter horse. So she brought him out and all these people had their warm bloods and were all bouncing around and carrying on. And she said yeah. about 15 times uh, at the fox hunt, people said to her, wow, that's a really nice horse. He's little, but boy, how he's nice. Because he's like 15 hands. <laughs> he is. He seriously, he's G- Zeke's doppelganger. Yeah. They said the same thing to me. They're like, oh, what a nice pony. Like, yeah, exactly. Me, horse. He's a quarter. <laughs> what is he? What's his breeding? I'm like, he's a camp horse. Yeah, he's a quarter, quarter horse. horse. <laughs> yeah. But oh, she said, well, you know, he well, was so easy to ride because when everybody, you know, you stop a lot when you're fox hunting. And he, she said when everybody else was bouncing around trying not to fall off their horses when they're stopped, he's just standing there, you know, yeah, going, oh, yeah. this is my best gait. Telling you, quarter horses make the best field hunters, people. <laughs> so, so, she, so, she's, so she was justified in her shopping because she's, you know, she's re-inspired now that she has yeah, that's right. purpose. Yeah, she is. And uh, I got to tell you, I was out at the barn yesterday. We're getting off track here and we can't do this too long because we have such a good show planned. But... I was out at the barn where we keep our horse, and the girl who runs the barn had gotten in two ponies for resale. And, oh, my God, Helena, I have to send you a picture. The one pony is the cutest thing you have ever seen. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How big is it? Oh, it's about 14 hands and would look so pretty in a cart. So No I, carts. So it would I look pretty in my backyard. $250 <laughs> out of my pocket, and I offered it to her. And she said, if you could add a zero, it's all yours. <laughs> But all I had was $250. So I said, I'll make payments, like $10 a month for the next 20 years. Oh, that's a good idea. But she didn't like that idea either. She's going to be able to sell this pony for, for uh, it is the cutest darn thing. Four years old, has the sort of an Araby face. It's a Welsh. And it's got a kind of a Palomino co- color with the dun sort of color with the black mane and tail. And it has the oh. z- black sort of zebra stripes on the leg. Oh. Oh, I'm telling you. I need you to see this, pictures. I will. I'll send you pictures. It, it, if you put this thing in a cart, it would be just beautiful. So, and of course, you know, I've kind of been looking around because I'm into driving again. So, yeah. But it's a little above my budget right now. But 14 hands, that's a little big. We're looking for a pony for Grace. This would be but, a perfect uh, pony for Grace. I'm telling you, this thing is just adorable. Okay. <laughs> she would have the you stiffiest know. little pony around. <laughs> Because I, I just, I need more challenges. I can't, I can only get around on one leg. I have a horse I can't ride. That's Two right, horses. you need another pony. I need another horse I can't no, that's ride. That's a long way from Kentucky, too, to your house. So well, that's we right. can that's use that tr- as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no excuses when you're horse shopping. We find ways of coming, overcoming those challenges. Well, I am okay. glad. You sound pretty good. You're, you sound like your attitude's pretty good. I know last time I talked to you, you were pretty down before the surgery. So I'm glad to hear that uh, you're up and uh, just recovering and... And that things went well in the surgery. Things went well. Yes, I, I actually have. I'm going to be leaving our recording session today and heading up back to Providence for 
uh, one of my physical therapy sessions, which is so cool. I should bring like a video camera along. They use these really cool gadgets that attach to your body and like zing your muscles. And so you're do- a geek too. So all those gadgets, you, you probably love that. Oh my god! And and um, yeah, especially for us overachievers, they have this little gadget that attaches to your your quadriceps muscle. And when you contract the muscle, it's got a little needle that goes from like low to high, and they want you to get. You know, as high as you can. So, of course, I'm like trying to pin the needle. <laughs> She's like, whoa, whoa, easy, easy. You don't have to try that hard. It's like, always a competition no, with you. <laughs> like a little bit of an overachiever, you know? No, so the gadgets, I have to report on the gadgets because they're very cool. <laughs> as Wendy would say, you are a fire, you know? that's. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk. Uh, one of the people that we saw while we were at Ada, while you weren't there ignoring us, is Equestrian Collections. We saw Chris, and they have provided a coupon now for the listeners of the Horse Radio Network. And the coupon code is HRN, and that'll get you $10 off your next order of $120 or more. Just put HRN for Horse Radio Network in the coupon code section at checkout. And that'll take your discount off. And they were there shopping, obviously, for things that brand new things that are coming out to the market. And, you know, Chris and Equestrian Collections, they do a terrific job in keeping all the new products up there. They have thousands of products to choose from. So if you're looking for an online place where you can find anything you would need for your horse, for your your family, for yourself, you know, for your barn, for your trailer, whatever it is, try equestriancollections.com first. That's equestriancollections.com. Use the coupon code HRN for your discount. Well, we have a tech pick of the week to this week. I have a tack and habit segment for the end of the show that we recorded while we were at Ada. And then you have a cool guest coming up, too. But let's start with the tech pick of the week. Mine's going to be a little bit different this week. It's a website called kickstarter.com. And while at kickstarter.com, I discovered that there was somebody on there that we all know. And I think it would be better for her to explain what Kickstarter is because she's on there right now giving it a try. And that is a friend of the Horse Radio Network, one of our favorite people. She's been on our shows numerous times. Helene and I just love her to death. Because you know what? When you get done talking to her, you feel good about yourself. I don't care if you you're do. sitting She's there a sweetheart. with your leg up and, and with the brace on that's the size of a pumpkin. Um, <laughs> you know, a large pumpkin. She just makes you feel good. So let's yes, talk to Templeton Thompson. Well, hi, Templeton Thompson. Hi, Glenn and Helena. How y'all doing? We're, we're doing good, and I'm good. so glad you could join me for a little bit different thing this time. Uh, my tech pick of the week, as I said, is a website called kickstarter.com. And when you go to kickstarter.com, one of the things I stumbled across was uh, a video of an absolutely stunningly beautiful girl and <laughs> wearing this big belt buckle, and she's got these big earrings <laughs> on. And, and then I went... Wait a minute. That's someone we know. <laughs> and they wouldn't they're... be peace earrings, would they? <laughs> yeah, they were, actually. Yeah. Um, it was a, a tur- turquoise shirt. Um, and it was Templeton Thompson. Now, Kickstarter.com, <laughs> tell us about that. What, what, what is Kickstarter.com? Okay, well, it's an amazing, and, and I'm going to caveat this with, I don't know anybody at Kickstarter. I want to make sure that, that folks yes. don't think, oh, she knows these people and she's working with them. Nope, I don't know them from Adam. I've had some really good friends in the music business back at the holidays go, y'all check this out. And 
now we're working on a new album and it was timely. And basically what Kickstarter.com is, it's a way, it's a creative platform for people like me, all of us who are entrepreneurs, um, who creative and be it music, be it whatever you're doing. I saw a cookbook on there the other day. It's a way for you to fundraise, to make money, to make your project, but you're not just sitting there asking people for money. You're, you're offering rewards back. Uh, for example, you can, on my project page, to help me make and finish my new Icy Blue Heart album, which is basically all cover songs from the 70s, songs that I grew up and love um, and were inspired by. Um, that's what this project is. And I've been telling people, too, and making sure that all my horsey friends know there'll be at least one horsey song on there. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. I would not be a cowgirl, and I would not be me if there was not at least one horsey song. So anyway, I digress. So basically, Kickstarter, like I said, a, a platform for creativity for entrepreneurs like all of us. And I have a project page set up. And like Sweet Glenn was just saying, it was very nice. They encourage you to make a video, basically however long you want it to be, to just tell basically, I guess, technically the universe about you since, um, you know, it's out there on the Internet and anybody can click on there. And I approached it because I'm very blessed, right? Y- y'all know who I am, and-, and some people out there know who I am, and I'm really grateful for those wonderful fans and-, and the following that we have, but there's a lot of people out there who have no clue who I am. So it's a way for me to say, hi, my name is Templeton Thompson, and introduce you to me and what- why I'm asking for money to make my project. And, now, th- and the- this one's a little bit different than the ones you've done before in that right. most of the uh, CDs that you've done before are music that you have written and you sing, yeah. you own the rights to, you know, right. that's the reason that we can play it on our shows is exactly. because, because you give us permission to do that. There's no record labels involved. You're an independent artist. What you want right. to do this time is a little bit different, and that is you actually want to play other people's music on, an, uh, on a CD. Why, why did that? Why? Why? Why, why, you ask why? Yeah. Well, because... You know, I would be remiss, right, as a singer-songwriter, as an artist, if I wasn't, if I didn't didn't acknowledge, bless you, honey, that was my rock star fan, even. Um, <laughs> if I didn't acknowledge that, obviously, there are gazillions of artists out there. Well, not gazillions, I guess I couldn't say gazillions, but there's several artists out there in my growing up years and my adult years now that inspire me to my absolute core. And, you know... I love singing other people's songs, too. I did that for a long time in Nashville. I was a, a demo singer, um, sang a lot for some really well-known songwriters, and I loved going in and interpreting, you know, their song, albeit I always loved hearing the songwriter's ver- you know, version over someone else singing it. But um, it's just a chance to kind of, and I say this on my, my Kickstarter project page, kind of a chance for me to thank Bonnie Raitt and, and Linda Ronstadt and, the Eagles and John Hyatt and uh, folks like Dan Fogelberg, all these people who inspired me musically. It's um, it's my chance to now sing their songs. But in singing their songs, yeah, I have rights to pay. Um, and it, it adds up <laughs> when you're talking about um, mechanical royalties. That's what those are called. And yeah. you have to pay so much per album, so much per song. And then we get into manufacturing costs. And I've been, I'll tell you this too, just to, Say in the past, I've had a couple of angels show up in my life, and angels continue to show up in, in our lives and, and help us um, to have the funds, you know, to go and, and press up a thousand CDs. It's not cheap. 
Um, luckily, it's coming down in cost, which is great, but it still costs. Um, it still costs to go buy the shipping supplies for me to mail these rewards out, for me to mail out this brand-new signed hard copy Icy Blue Heart album to people, plus anything else they've pledged for. And that kind of also leads me to people. I just want folks to know every dollar does count. It really does. And you can actually be part of my process on this album for $1. See, I think that's free song for me. That's yeah, and you're like, and that's what makes I think a lot of people don't understand is that um, the artists, not everybody has a huge record label behind them to spend gazillions of dollars on, you know, manufacturing. And but also, some people don't want that because then you give up a certain amount of creative freedom and control over your singing career and your music. So, you know, you're independent and and you're kind of still, you know, financially, you're kind of still the little guy. So, like you said, you got it. it a dollar? Yeah. Oh, and, Helena, thank you for saying that. That, you know, I think it's funny. I mean, we were hugely successful, my husband and I, because we're so blessed in getting to do what we love to do, right? But at the same time, I would be, I would be lying, and I even say this in my video, to say that I have gotten rich in the music business. I have not... I'm rich in soul and my beautiful family. Oh, my God, I, I am saw, so rich and so I blessed. I saw a but, study the other day, Templeton, on that note. I saw a study the mm-hmm. other day that in the music business as a singer-songwriter, if you're going to make minimum wage, what you make at McDonald's, right. you, it, they gave the numbers for the different platforms, but it was something like you have to sell 2,000 CDs a month. And then... Yeah. And then it, it, with digital downloads now and with, with iTunes and everything, which is where everybody's going, you make even less. It was something like 20,000, 25,000 downloads a month of your songs. Well, that's, you know, you know, if you're talking Madonna, that's pretty easy. If you're talking an independent artist like yourself who, who's out there trying to get their name out, it ain't so easy. So, And that no, was just to make McDonald's wages. Yeah, well, and, and, and you know... And- Hey, man, it's the job I signed up for. I I love it. I feel so grateful. I have been glued to my computer, to my laptop for the past, well, ever since we posted my Kickstarter page. I have been glued, and even before, because it took a lot of work to get it ready to post. Um, and, And again, the job I signed on for, I love it. I do all of my promoting, all of the creating. Me and Sam do all of the promo. You know, you guys know me. We do everything. And I think the perception can come across sometimes to people Oh, wow. She must have, well, you know, yes, we are blessed. We have so much, but um, we're not rich. And um, we're just, just like everybody else, trying to make a living, doing what we do. And we're passionate about it. And honestly, yeah, if I sat down and broke it down per hour, <laughs> we even joke around and go, when we have a million in the bank, one of these fine, beautiful days, because I am putting that out there, I wouldn't want to break it down hourly and yearly. Seriously, <laughs> you know, I mean, really, I'm just not going to go there. All but right. at the same time, you know, I just feel so grateful. So, yeah, I just want everyone to every every buck, man, if you can if you can pledge one dollar towards this, this Icy Blue Heart album project, it would I'd be so grateful. So well, over the moon grateful. And it'll add up and, and you get does. a free original song from me. It does. I've never I'll, released. Tell you, I'll tell you what. The Horse Radio Network pledged the first money into your we were the you first did. ones. And, they were, you guys. <laughs> and look at where you are now. You're almost at $2,000. Your goal is $5,000. We have 25 okay. days to go. And we had you yep. on the horses in the morning show. And I think we tripled your money that day. I 
I know. So, you guys are rock stars. Let's hope we can do that with the Stable Scoop show. Let's help uh, Templeton out. We'll put the link in our show notes. Uh, and also, Thanks. if you go to templetonthompson.com, it'll be there. And I just want to give you an example, okay? We need to help Templeton out because one of the projects that's on this site that they have raised $16,000 for is to do a wow. documentary on toilet paper. Oh, God. Really? I'm not kidding. Wow. All right, so, wow. you yeah. know, so well, let's, let's, love them. <laughs> let's uh, yeah. make some money here because there's some really silly stuff on here that have raised a lot of money, and you're more important than the silly stuff. So, oh, temp- you're so sweet, and... <laughs> Can I tell you one more thing, yeah. too? And I, just to let people know, and, and not to interrupt you, I'm so sorry. And you know me, I'm cramming information in. But I think some folks have also been confused. I've gotten questions like, well, how do I pay you? I don't understand. And so basically, if, if folks will just, if they'll go to my com page, and you have the link, go there, really look it over. And you look to the right-hand side, you basically see how it starts. There's a little green button that says, I want to back this project for a minimum pledge of $1. And then it just goes from there. It goes from $1 to $10 to $25 on up. You know, and $25 actually gets you the hard copy signed CD. So it's really, it, it can look a little intimidating and kind of complicated, but it's really not. And on the left-hand side of the page, if you go all the way down, I put my own little FAQs in there. And one of them is, how do I pay and I'm trying to, you know, how do I understand the pledging process? So it's all really there, and I, I hope I'm doing well at explaining explaining it. And if people have questions, they can email me through Kickstarter. It's so easy. So I'm just grateful for any help, and I love you guys for the support. Bless your sweethearts. And, and I can say how easy it is because I've actually myself, I went in and I've pledged to three projects. I wish I could say that I was able to give tons of money. I, you know, I don't have tons of money yet to give that's coming down the road independently wealthy is coming i feel it and then it gives me more <laughs> money to give back to great causes because that's what i love to do but it's it really is easy and if you have an amazon.com account it's even easier of course glenn knows all about that the horse radio network knows all about that because y'all have helped me so much but just so people know that and to me it's like a paying it forward for me to contribute i just contributed to a wild horse documentary and it felt good like I'm well, and you can also contribute to the desktop jellyfish tank. It's the desktop jellyfish tank is the first affordable tank designed from the bottom up specifically for jellyfish. Why would you even oh give that airtime? Honestly, Glenn, why? <laughs> you can read it to yourself. You can discuss it behind the scenes. And they've raised 50 Because oh be I'm, I'm in shock is why. I, I know. I well, but then there's so much great. There's so much great, guys. There was a, a wild horse documentary that got fund, funded. I think it even got overfunded. Actually, that was one I was going to go pledged to just something and it was already funded and overfunded and i found wow. one i just typed in horses and i found another one and they're getting close and the one that oh and that's something else too there's a little you, you know this glenn and helena when you look at my page and you go to the right hand side it's got a little thing let me know 48 hours before this um fundraising campaign is over um, and it may be, you know, that, and I get that too, cause people are busy. So if you have time and you do go to the page and you think, you know, I really don't have time for this today cause I'm a busy person. I know we all are. I get that. Who has four minutes and 19 seconds to watch a video? I get that too. If you have time, I'd be honored. And Glenn can tell you, you'd be happy if you watched it all the way to the end. Um, because there's something fun there right. and something that's very, very special and very grateful. Anyway, um, well, and I makes wanted- me grand, but. But you can type in your email address, and they'll let you know, hey, you're 48 hours away, and we still, you know, she's 
this far away from her goal, or at that point, maybe we've gotten there. I believe it. <laughs> All right. Well, and I wanted to say too, we're going to play one of your one of what my new favorite Templeton Thompson songs. Uh, we're going to play the show out today. Really? I think you know which oh. one I'm talking about. One of your newest ones. Uh, called yeah. Believe, and it's one of Thank my fa- new favorite Templeton Thompson songs, and we're going to play the show out today with that, just to get everybody in the mood for, for hopping Aww. on over to TempletonThompson.com and helping you out. And hey, th- and spe- speaking of, and I keep cutting you off, and I know you're probably like, <laughs> Templeton, I'm going to ring your neck through the internet, but I just don't want to forget to tell people this, too. Um, right now, I'm offering that song up for free. So oh, if you go to my third Thursday sessions page and you can find all that, you can find all the Kickstarter stuff too as well from my Templeton Thompson homepage. It's easy, my website. But yeah, go to go there. Um, it's just a it's just a way to give back, and it's it's free right now. Inspired by the great Buck Brannaman, and I'm just really proud that that we got the gift of the song. It just fell out. Okay, so we're blessed. Okay, thank you, Templeton. All right, thanks you guys. I love you guys. You're awesome. <laughs> Best wishes to you, hon. We'll see you soon. Okay, thanks. Get well. Okay, heal up. Bye. Bye. It's always nice to have Templeton on. Told you, feel she's good, into, don't you? Yeah, she's not only is she talented and sweet, but she's. I like the fact that she's into new technology and, and she's innovative. I think she's innovative and in that, um, I don't know, I think, I think everybody should get out there and support her. So we'll put a link up on the, uh, the website to kickstart.com and I think you should go find Tempe on there. Yep. All right, next. This is probably, um, I, this is a, this is a, our, our story here is important to me because it has to do with the Boston area, but I think it goes much farther than just Boston. I think this is a template for what's happening with horses in our country today. We're going to talk to Julia Donahue, and she is president of the Friends of the Boston Park Rangers Mounted Unit. Uh, a few years ago, the Boston Police Mounted Unit was disbanded because of budget cuts. And, oh, let me tell you, it was a, a horrible fight. And, unfortunately, the, the mounted unit did not survive. And so I think people around here are don't want it to happen to the last remaining mounted unit in the area. And that mounted unit belongs to the Boston Park Rangers. So in the summer of 2010, a couple people got together and started this organization. And... What they do is, what what the park rangers are charged with is maintaining something called the Emerald Necklace, which is a series of parks and green areas around the city of of Boston, the Boston metropolitan area. Um, And you can ride through it. It's connected. You can walk through it. You can bike through it. It's a a greenway that's essential to living in, in not just Boston, but I think in New England. Because a lot of people from all over the world come to Boston to visit. And, you know, one of the things I think about Boston, too, uh, as opposed to other cities that I've been in, like Chicago and even New York, um, and L.A. especially, is that because Boston's so old, it was here at the beginning of this country, the roads are narrower. So when you're in the city of Boston, it seems more claustrophobic to me because the roads are narrower and everything just seems tighter. So those is, parks right. are really the only thing that opens up the city a bit. And when you live there, that's important. It, and it's so, I've never seen, um, I mean, I've traveled around a bit. Uh, you know, I'm a native New Yorker, so I know what it's like to live in New York City. I have, um, I, people use these parks. They live in them. They, they run daily. It's not like just a few people that, you know, that are on the fringe, like the fitness experts or the eco heads. 
I, people of all different kinds of backgrounds. Yeah, that's my new term. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So anyway, um, but so people of all kinds use these parks. And, you know, I mean, we're talking to horse people here. You guys know how important um, that mounted patrols are in crowd control. It just works. You, you, got the, you go anywhere on your horse. People stop and look. They think twice about walking in front of you, walking behind you, or making sudden moves. So this organization, um, Friends of the Boston Park Rangers Mountain Unit, has decided to try and raise funds to help keep this unit alive. And it costs a lot of money, uh, close to $155,000 a year. And we're going to talk to, again, Julia Donahue, who is leading the effort for this program. So welcome to Julia Donahue. You are president of the Friends of Boston Park Rangers Mounted Unit. We're so happy you could join us on Stable Scoop and talk to us about this really important effort. Thank you very much, Elena. Nice to hear your voice. Tell me a little bit about, um, I mean, there's, okay, it's pretty clear what the, the title of the organization is. Obviously, you guys are trying to support the Boston Park Rangers Mounted Unit. Um, That's right. Why does it need support? Well, as we all know, the economy has suffered a serious economic slowdown, and the city of Boston's budget was under a tremendous amount of pressure uh, in 08 and 09. And the mayor felt that he just couldn't continue to keep these horses in the parks. And a group of us got together and pleaded with him to allow the horses to continue to patrol the nine Emerald Necklace parks. And we would raise the money in order to retain them and maintain them, which is $155,000 a year. To maintain um, the, the, the horses? I'm sorry? To yes, maintain to the maintain. horses? Exactly. Okay. exactly. What is the Emerald Necklace for, those, for folks who aren't familiar with the Boston area? Well, I think everybody is probably heard of Frederick Law Olmsted, the wonderful landscape architect who did Central Park? Yes. Yeah? Yes. In Boston, there isn't one large park, although certainly there is Franklin Park but and the Common, but a huge park like Central Park. There isn't that kind of a system. But there are a series of nine parks that go around the city. So you have the, the Common and the Garden. And then behind the hospitals, you've got that muddy, muddy river area. Oh, yeah. And then you've got Jamaica Pond. And there are a variety of little parks there through, throughout. And then you've got Franklin Park. Okay. So there are nine parks. It's about, it's about, nine, it's about 1,000 acres and maybe 1,100, something like that. I didn't, uh, I, I didn't realize it was that much. Oh yeah, they seem pretty small, you know, in the scheme of things. But uh, when you add them all up, I think that's well, why they call it a necklace because it's it's connected. Exactly, right? that's right. It's called yeah, that's why it's called the Emerald Necklace because it's the green around the city. And there is no question that these parks um, help the city have a very different environment than it would if the parks didn't exist. Oh my gosh, can I attest to that? It, right. it really makes it a livable place. I mean, you know, I've chatted with people that have someone who's very ill in the hospitals, and they have said to be able to walk out and walk into the parks and just 
have some air to breathe and to be able to look at the muddy river as muddy as it is, although it's cleaner now than it used to be, <laughs> uh, makes such an incredible difference to their well-being and that they then can give back more when they go back to the hospital. There's... And I, th- I think in general, the whole city, um, you know, to have them that wonderful public garden and the common and Franklin Park, you know, it, it, it it's really wonderful. But there are no, if, if you look, there are really no system of major lights in those parks. There are a few lights here and there. You know, there's a the bridge in the, on, the, on the public garden have, has lights, and there are a few lights on the common. But, you know, there's a lot of acreage, um, and in order to get across that acreage in a very timely fashion, the horses are able to do that. And the terrain is obviously not, you know, level every place. And they're able to move a lot more quickly than anything else can. Now, let me ask, let me back up here a little bit. The, the city of Boston, do they have a mounted unit as well for the police department? Well, unfortunately, um, the, the police mounted unit, uh, was dispersed, um, I believe in the early part of '09. Okay, so it's been disbanded. So the only horses left, as far as patrolling and policing are concerned, are the ones are these that six part of the park 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 rangers horse. unit. That's right, yeah. exactly. And they did, for instance, they did participate. You know, when the Bruins were were also happy that they won the uh, Stanley Cup when they had that parade. Yeah, uh, the, these horses helped the police um, keep order and make sure everybody had a good time without any problems. Well, there's no, there's no question, I think, from anybody that um, mounted patrols are an extremely effective method for crowd control. Right. I mean, if you notice um, with those horrible pictures coming out of London um, with, you know, what happened last week with the vandalism, I mean, you see the horses everywhere. Now, happily, we don't have any of that in Boston, but... Knock on wood. Knock on wood, exactly. But, yeah, you're right. They do. They are very imposing, and especially when you see them in a city environment, um, it, 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 they're, they're very imposing. They're, I mean, and they do so many... horse people, they seem bigger in a city, don't you think, Helena? They do, they do seem yeah. bigger. I mean, I'm just as impressed by them, and, you know, for as many times as I've handled these big horses, I'm still impressed when they've got... Uh, a ranger or an officer on board and they're going through the streets and the, and people, you know, it's, there's such a multifaceted, uh, it's such a multifaceted partnership. You've got the patrol, you've got the PR that, you know, I mean, people are just the, the kids and even the grownups, they go wide eyed when they see a horse going through the parks or, or down a city street. Um, yeah. there's no you know, question. And, they're major ambassadors for the city. There's no question really, about that. Well, so, and, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to add to that and say they're also major ambassadors for horses, for horse right. for horse people and horses everywhere because in in a lot of cases that's the only contact some of these people are ever going to come with a horse. That's true. That's definitely true. I was I was with um Gene Savillo who is the captain of the horses um this spring and um a little girl was so cute. A little girl came up with her mother, and the, the mother was, you know, I would suspect she probably was in her early 30s, and the little girl was, you know, like six or seven. 
but neither one of them had ever seen a horse in the flesh. Hmm. And they were so excited. It was really it was really wonderful. It was really wonderful. So now you're going to take you you, you are heading up this the Friends of the Boston Park Rangers Mounted Unit. And what what you and uh those with you have decided to do is basically raise funds to um to keep this program going. So this even if the city says eh, we can't do it anymore you're going to say, guess what? We can, through private donations, we can raise enough money to feed them, to house them, to keep them trained, All everything that's required to run this program each year. Is that right? Yes. Like, I mean, like, we, so- are, we are clearly doing this as a public-private partnership with the city. I mean, we're okay. doing this with the, the blessing of Mayor Menino and the blessing of the commissioner, Tony Pollock, who is wonderful. And she, you know... She's got a big problem because her budget is 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 tight, and she's got a lot of parks and a lot of acreage to deal with. So, I mean, clearly it is a partnership with the city. Okay. And then part of your fundraising effort is obviously getting the word out there. You guys have a fabulous website. I really like it. Um, Thank you. Thank you. It's very easy I'll, to read. I'll and, tell you a story about that website yeah. because we didn't – my my um, major co-chair, who's Cokie Perry and who is an adorable woman, and I didn't want to use any of the money that we had raised for the horses to establish the website. And yet we knew we had to have a website. So Cokie and I paid for this website. And um, the initial price that, that was quoted was a little steep. And... George Wallace, who owns Discovery Communications up in New Hampshire, said, you know, I grew up in Dorchester. I know those horses. I'll cut the price in half. Mm. Now, how wonderful is that? That's, that's what it's all about. That's why yeah. we're, we're three I mean, crazy people, horse people get things done. Because <laughs> we lead the way with our hearts, you know. People really don't want to see these horses gone. And, and the outpouring... Um, is is incredible to me. It really is incredible to me. Um, you know, p- people, who, um, you know, people who are, are clearly on a fixed income and and don't have a lot of discretionary uh, cash have sent donations to these horses hmm. um, because they really don't want to see them gone. Now, Julie, are you a horse person? Were, were are you or were you a horse person? Well, I clearly am. Um, when I was a little girl, I had a pony um, that my father got for me, and um, he felt it was important. You know, he was way ahead of his time. He thought it was very important not to use the car to try to save gas. So the pony had a little cart, and we used to go everywhere in the little cart, oh, obviously, and obviously in the spring and summer, not in the winter. But um, so, you know, I, I think horses are wonderful, and I think they give back a tremendous amount to human beings. So now, you have, you've started the fundraising. Are you still fundraising? Have you reached the goal? Are the horses well, we going were, to stay? Or? We, were able at, we were able to give the city at the end of April last year $155,000. Wow. Congratulations um, for that. That's not a small amount of money. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I have to tell you, at the beginning of April, I was very panicked. We didn't have it all. Um, but it, it's just amazing, the people that came out of the woodwork to help. Um, 
we've started again for this year. And um, thanks to Don Little, um, we're going to be doing a major event and the commissioner. The commissioner was wonderful about this. We're going to be doing a major event in the common next Thursday, the 25th at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That is free to the public. It's it's at the corner of Beacon and Charles Street, and there are going to be seven Olympic riders, and obviously they're horses, and they're going to jump over some jumps and, and put on a show. Now, for is, the, is, is um, Peter Wilde part of that group? He is. That's awesome. He is That's definitely. Awesome. He's, uh, he's, no, he's native. Uh, he's a Massachusetts native, isn't he? That's what I understand. Yeah. yeah. We like I it have, when they come home and they, they bring the goods back to Boston. Right, right. Um, I am, and, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Now, will, will, um, will the horses also be featured at the uh, Putnam Boston Equestrian Classic Horse Show? They will. After the, um, the jumping exhibit, they will do a little dressage something or another. I don't exactly know what they're going to do. Oh, we and don't care all- what they do just as long as they show up and look cute. They're so <laughs> clean and shiny. I think that's what impresses me the most is just the turnout of these guys when they get, I mean, they're, they're parade horses as well, you know. And no, my they're God, wo- no, they're wonderful. And all six will be there. So Winston will be there. Mystic will be there. Jacob will be there. Liberty will be there. Frederick will be there. And Baron will be there. All don't six. you love their names? They're so Yankee. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are so <laughs> Yankee. I that, actually. No, they're they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Well, we will. Um, of course, we're gonna you know put- which one I'm partial to. I'm looking at their pictures right here, and I'm partial to Winston because I really like black horses, and he's a Percheron cross, and I love Percherons. <laughs> I'm going to have to adopt Winston, I guess, and you can do that, right? You can sort of adopt a horse online. You definitely can. We have a wonderful website. It's www.savebostonshorses.org.org. No apostrophe on the on the S for Boston's. And you can adopt a horse. It's $1,000. Um, and you'll get a wonderful certificate from us. And you do have the opportunity. I mean, it has to be set up ahead of time. But you do have the opportunity to visit your favorite horse in their stables. So you definitely can do that. And if I adopt him, do I get him when he retires? I don't think we've gotten that far. <laughs> well, let's just say your name will be floating around somewhere on a list. <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the moment, we've got to keep all of these horses working. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. No retiring. <laughs> all right. So we're going to put a link to your website on stablescoop.com. It's savebostonshorses.org. Thank you very much to Julia Donahue. And again, the organization is Friends of the Boston Park Rangers Mounted Unit. Look for links. And we've got some cute photos. We're going to grab some photos from your website and uh, put them up on Facebook if that's okay with you, Julia. Oh, that's terrific. Thank you very much. That's wonderful. Right. And thanks again. Well, thank it was you, nice talking to you both. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. Well, I think that that was a, a good guest that you booked there. This is so important, and the reason it's important, too, you know, one of our missions here at the Horse Radio Network is to get new people involved in horses. Well, what gets new people involved in horses more than anything is meeting horses. 
And yes. when you live in the city, you have very you have no opportunity to meet horses in the city. This is the only opportunity they will have to see and meet a horse in person. Many of them in their lifetimes. And if we want to get more people interested in horses, they have to have the opportunity to meet them. It's different when you meet a horse. Horse people know this. When you meet a horse, touch a horse, get around a horse, that's what gets you addicted. And, you know, that's the other reason that it's so important that we keep horses present in the urban areas. And, And also because people who live in the urban areas vote. And they... If they are exposed to horses, they are inspired by horses, and hopefully they're more likely to vote for things that will support horsemanship, open space, conservation, saving the Mustangs, uh, horse therapy programs, anything that helps horses continue to benefit the lives of our country. And so the more, you know, people are condensed in these urban areas. And again, they do vote. They do have an impact on our public policy. So if we've got these horsey ambassadors out there, it's just one more way for us to help create that mainstream support for for these animals. And but again, you know, as just like the Equine Land Conservation Group, you know, they it goes hand in hand. You help save the mounted patrol. You also help the open areas, the Emerald Necklace, the, uh, you know, the open lands out west. Horses, open land, they go together seems like we're fundraising on this show. It seems like a fundraising show. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But, we don't mean know, it to sound that way, but it's a good... You, and yeah. the reason... I mean, obviously, I picked this particular group because they're, they're local to my area, but they are representative of different units around the country. Yes. So if you know that there is a... Whether it's a um, mounted police patrol or park rangers, go out and find out how you can support them. I'm sure that these organizations are suffering from budget cuts just like they are here in the Northeast. So if your local mounted patrol is suffering from budget cuts, go find out, send them an email, give them a call, find out how you can help, even if it's just spreading the word. All right. Very good. Well, thank you, Helena. We are going to have a very fun tack and habit segment here shortly. But first, we need to talk to you about Uncle Jimmy's. You know, Uncle Jimmy, I missed him. He wasn't at Ada this time. He's go- he, he goes to every other one. So we missed him because he always takes us out to dinner right? Uh, and buys us nice dinners. So we had to pay for our own dinner this time, and Uncle Jimmy wasn't there. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Uncle Jimmy's is a terrific <laughs> line of horse treats. If you want a horse treat that, one, entertains your horse, keeps him busy for a long time while he's in his stall, and is good and, and, you know, is not bad for your horse, then you want Uncle Jimmy's. Uncle Jimmy's brand products are made by horse people for horse people. You know, they're hanging balls. He has Uncle Jimmy's uh, squeezy buns. He has a number of different products that you're going to want to check out. And if you see them at your tack shop, and if you've never tried them before, take Helena and I's word for it. Grab the Uncle Jimmy's hanging ball. Put it in the stall, and you're going to be amazed because horses love these things. We have found that there are a couple of horses that will wait a day. It'll hang there for a day, and they won't do a thing with it. And you're going to go, I bought that thing, and they're not doing a thing with it. And then after, after they get one lick in the second day, then they won't stop. It takes them a little while to figure it out. Yeah, Just they, a little bit. They sort of figure it out, but it, it, it cures boredom. 
you know, in addition to being a treat, it helps with the boredom issue. That's one of the reasons they designed it. So check out Uncle Jimmy's products. You can go to uncle-jimmys.com, and you'll find all of his products, and they are at most tax shops or feed stores around the country. Look for Uncle Jimmy's brand products. Speaking of products, it is time for Tech and Habit. This week's Tack and Habit is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Choose Kentucky Performance Products supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to KPP. This week, I want to speak with you about Elevate Maintenance Powder. Has your horse become cranky and sullen? Is his coat losing that healthy bloom? Is he prone to colic and office feed? These are the symptoms of stomach irritation and ulcers. Prevent ulcers before they happen with Nalox Equine and Acid. Its unique formula buffers excess acid for up to six hours while it coats and protects a sensitive stomach. It's easy for Kentucky Performance Products to stand behind their products because they believe in them. Your complete satisfaction is guaranteed. If you're unsatisfied with any of their products, they will gladly refund your money. Learn more about Elevate Maintenance Powder and all of Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. All right, Helena, we recorded a number of segments while we were at the ADA show with for some new products. We, we were looking for new products at this time, and we found some new products for you. And today's you're going to love because you have a child. Yes. You have a eight, nine-year-old? Eight-and-a-half-year-old. Eight-and-a-half-year-old. Close. Close. Okay. Yeah. So children are going to love this product. It's done by a company called The Tack House, and it's thetackhouse.com. And we had Sarvi Emo of The Tack House, and she was terrific. It's a little interview that Jamie and I did, and we're going to post a picture on the show notes, and you're going to want to – and we'll post it on Facebook, too. You're going to want to see the picture. Do you see the picture, Helena, of this product? No, in the I show don't. Notes? Oh, God, yes, I do. <laughs> These are some helmet covers that you're going to want to hear about, so let's take a listen. Well, this is Glenn and Jamie, and we are at the American Equestrian Trade Association show, and we're doing this segment for the Tack and Habit show on Stable Scoop. And we have a cool product that I think Jennifer came across because she loves this stuff. And so we have a Sarvi Emo, right? Sarvi. Sarvi Emo. Okay, so tell me, Sarvi, about this product you brought over. Well, this is a new product. Looks like we've been invaded by aliens, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Or a school of fish. Yeah, something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a new product to the equestrian market. And um, it's basically a helmet cover, um, mostly geared towards kids to help them wear their safety helmets, make it fun for them. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty cool looking. Jamie, you're best at describing things. Yeah, Describe the one that you have in your hand. Okay, well, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Finding Nemo, it's basically Nemo on your helmet cover, but he's shiny orange and gorgeous. <laughs> this, this is a great idea for kids. And what we're looking at here, it's I a helmet cover. I wanted it for cover. mine. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a helmet cover that goes over your entire helmet, and it has flair. Let's just say flare. flare. Like this yeah. one has the fins of a fish and all of them come with googly eyes on them. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one that's bright yellow and it's another, I guess this is a fish. What, what kind of fish? 
I would call is that this, like a puffer fish. I'd call it a cone fish. fish. It like has the yellow has cones spikes. all over it. Yellow <laughs> spikes. And if you know anything about skiing, you know that people love to wear crazy ski hats. And yes. this is just adding to that for kids. Yes. Another one is a mouse head, but it's like fuchsia pink with the big googly eyes and a bow yeah. on its head. And then another one, which is going to be, I believe, a huge seller, is the princess hat. Uh, and it is actually a good seller. Yeah, I would imagine because what it is here princesses is princesses are hot. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a pink helmet cover. And in the front of it, there's a big, giant felt yellow crown. And then coming off behind it is almost a... Uh, what would you call this? Like a veil? Like a, like a wedding veil wedding kind of veil, thing, yeah. Also hot it's pink. pink. And these are just... Yeah. And these this is just a sampling yeah. of the different ones. Of the aliens that have invaded yeah. Helmet World. How many other ones do you have? <laughs> Probably about uh, three dozen different ones. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what else will we see? Oh, you'll see like a dog, a fox, um, skull and bones. There's a really cool green monster for boys that are oh. really popular with boys. Um, what do these retail for, the helmet covers? They retail for about $44.95 for and the Lycra. Will they fit over almost any helmet? Or? The Lycra would. They are one size fit all. Okay. They will fit any kind they of... Stretch. Ha- they stretch. They yeah. stretch, yeah. But the, uh, the fleece ones, they don't stretch as much. So they come in two different sizes. And uh, you'd have to get the proper size for your helmet. I mean, this is glamorous, <laughs> is what this is. Yeah. These are... Imagine... Olivia Newton Dodge on, you know, 80s, flash dance, whatever, you know, fame. I'm going to live forever. And like just these bright colors of just tight, stretchy fabric that have just the cutest little faces yeah. on them and animals on them. And I just, I love this product. These are great. And what a great way to encourage kids to wear their helmet. Yes, and kids do love them. I can see pony clubs yeah. loving these too. Pony clubs for games love them. teams. Yeah, yeah. they would yeah. pick up they on this for sure. With them. And eventers actually love them a lot. Oh, really? Yes. I can see Jamie riding around yeah. with the fish head on her cross-country course. <laughs> okay, we'll have to come talk. My colors are red, white, and blue. We'll have to match. No, no. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we're talking about Jamie, she would have to have the prince's hat on. Oh. She's such a diva. Come on. I'm not a diva. I want the monster one. <laughs> That's a cool one. Now, you, your card says the Tack House. What is the Tack House? The Tack House is uh, an online tack store. And uh, we have a Canadian presence and a U.S. presence. Okay. So we have a warehouse in Ontario and a warehouse in Buffalo. And so whichever country you're in, that's where we ship out of. There's no cross-border shipping. And we carry all kinds of equipment for English, Western, and the driving enthusiasts. And, and is that where we can buy these, these wild yes. alien helmet covers? Yes, I got them all on the website. All right, yeah. terrific. So that's tail wags helmet covers, right? That's right, yeah. And, and what's the website so people can find them? It's www.thetackhouse.com. All right. And we'll put that in our show notes as well. And we're going to also post pictures on our Facebook page because uh, you have to see the pictures. We we're going to try them on right now. Yeah. We're going to do, do awesome. the pictures. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Sarvi, for being here. Thank you for having me here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, what do you think? You're going to be buying some for Gracie? I'm going to be buying some for Gracie and me. <laughs> Which one? I like that little gold one on Jamie's head. That, that's yeah, kinda... that one's kind of cool. And then uh, they have turtles, and they have all different kinds, as she said. They have 30 different designs. We'll put a link to it where you can go see them all at uh, thetackhouse.com. She was the fun. is a big winner. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Guess all who right. found these at the show? Jennifer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the Did helmet didn't one? quite fit me, you can tell. The helmet was a little small. But 
But uh, they thought that that pokey yellow one would be more would be perfect for me because I'm kind of scattered. Like pufferfish, yeah. Yeah, you're going to look scattered. Yep. So it was fun. These are fun products. They're not expensive. Hop on over to thetackhouse.com and check them out. I think they're $39, most of them. So if you're looking for something, in, you know, pony clubs or just Halloween's coming oh, they're up. Just so you know, I just heard today Halloween's only 70 days away. So, All right. um, you know, they're just so much fun. Check them out. That's my tag and habit pick of the week. Pretty good, Glenn. I'm impressed. You did, <laughs> you did well without me. Yes, I did. Nice See, and that was something that you wouldn't have thought I would have done. No, no, I'm, I'm impressed. Jennifer made me. All right. Well, <laughs> she's a smart <laughs> That's why she's my friend. All right. We are going to, um, hey, to where's my little, out of here. yeah, my, uh, but I'll have to do my pony club. Um, everything I learned about life, I learned in pony club. Yeah, it wasn't it's, in there. Do I pony club? You were, because we were limited on time with so many guests, I thought maybe you were, uh, no, it just kind of disappeared. Oh, that was really good, too. Damn. Well, you guys will have to miss it this week. It'll be back next week. It's pretty cute. Um, we want to, let's see, next Friday will be another episode of Stable Scoop. Who knows what we're going to talk about. Um, you for know, details three about, years we've been saying that same line. I know. I mean, we still don't know what we're going to talk about a week ahead of time. And three years from now, it'll be the same it's the thing. same way. Uh, for details about today's show, go to stablescoop.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. We'll put a link to uh, all the photos and information about today's guests. And we do love your feedback, so don't leave us hanging. Let's hear from you. And thanks to our sponsors, Equestrian Collections, Uncle Jimmy's, and Kentucky Performance Products. We appreciate them all being involved in the Stable Scoop Radio Show for their continued support. Equestrian Collections, you realize, has been with us since almost day one. Chris, we love you. Yes. Thank you. So, so no matter how crazy get, she stands on her side. Yeah. <laughs> she puts up with us. And be sure to visit all the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Don't forget, we have two new ones, Equestrian uh, Legends that Chris puts out and also the Driving Radio Show that I do with Wendy Ying. Well, Helena, that's it for this week. That is plenty, my dear, but there will be more next week. We did a closing right. We did it! No Yay! blooper reel! Go to therapy. Have a Yankee All right. <laughs>